What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Finally uh, Financial, uh, where we talk uh, all things uh, and anything finance related. Uh, today, I've got a couple of guests that uh, I have some history with. Uh, I've known for quite some years. They were boys when I first met them. Now they're young men. And uh, they're here to talk to me, uh, talk to us about uh, something that they that they have going on, uh, something that uh, is near and dear to what they do. Uh, they're giving back in a sense of uh, giving back from where they came. Uh, Donald Val and Eric Charles, how you guys doing, man? How you yeah. doing, Coach Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I'm great, man. It, hey, it, it's it's awesome to see uh, young black men uh, thinking about giving back, thinking about uh, you know bringing up the man behind them. You know what I'm saying, in a sense. And uh, you know that's sort of you know what I get, what I've always gotten a sense from you, Donald. Uh, uh, I Refresh my memory. Were, were you, it seemed like you were, were you into uh, like uh, student government or anything like that at, at Sharpstown? I mean, what, what were you doing back then? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I wasn't in student government. I was uh, the sergeant at arms as well. And then I became the class president. Okay. Um, and then I was also in speech and debate, theater, uh, a myriad of other after school programs. But those were kind of like my core. Yeah. Uh, extracurriculars that I did absolutely Eric what about you man uh yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, I played I played football uh-huh. played baseball I was also um a part of student council and um and yeah so that, that was pretty much my involvement in that's, time. that's what's up man uh I could tell anytime uh somebody uh a student is in something other than sports or is in multiple sports then they they sort of got their heads on right man and and you can sort of tell it's how they walk how they move how they talk you know and, and both of you young brothers uh displayed that uh you know we all were at sharp sound so uh you guys graduated from Sharpstown high school uh where'd you go what what'd you do i went to um i went to tulane uh, University of New Orleans. I majored in English, and um, I published a, a poetry book my first year. Wow! And I uh, also walked on a uh, on the football team at Tulane. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, I, I studied abroad. I went to Cuba and Brazil. Had a really really amazing time with that. And um, and yeah, I just I just got really into my coursework at, at Tulane. Awesome. So you studied abroad with the English degree. Usually you study abroad is like business or something. You studied abroad with the English degree? Yeah, I was more into uh, culture. You know, I okay. was, I was, and so I went with the Latin American Studies Department. Okay. And so I just looked at like the Cuban Revolution and uh, a lot of the Afro-Brazilian culture, you know, in Rio and uh, in Salvador, Brazil. That's awesome, brother. That's awesome. I know that was a great experience. Uh, mm -hmm. How the... Uh, how the football experience work out at Tulane? I know they're crazy. good this year, man. Yeah, yeah, the ball in this year, ball in this year. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it, it was amazing, man. I, I'm so grateful for being able to walk on and being able just to learn so much about discipline and, and really play at that level and what it yeah. takes to play at that level. 
And I, I learned so much from just being on the team and, and all the friends that I, I gained from it. So I have a, a, a former teammate. He wasn't really a teammate, but he was before me a little bit, but he was still at school when I was at SFA. Do you uh, know, uh, he, I think he's on that coaching staff still, uh, Johnny Jernigan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he ended up he ended up going to um, University of Louisiana Monroe. Okay, okay. And he's coaching over there now. Oh, I believe okay. he's coaching defensive line. Yeah, yeah, he was a D-line coach all the way. Yeah, that was my boy. That's my boy, man. No, that that's awesome. Uh, Donald, what was your uh, after Sharpstown like? Um, so after Sharpstown, I actually went to uh, Howard University. Um, went in, I, I participated in um, a few extra, uh, a few organizations. Joined mm-hmm. Capital Psi. I joined the Society of Collegiate Black Men. Um, so you know, go yo nukes. You know what I mean. Oh, really? um, but but also, you know, I did other things. I, I really got into community service. So I did one, uh, I participated in one of the largest collegiate service programs known as Alternative Spring Break, uh, okay. where we would go out, uh, students from Howard would go out to uh, different cities outside of Washington, D.C., uh, wh- whether it be, you know, here in Houston, whether it be Detroit. Uh, I had the uh, beautiful opportunity of going all the way to Okeechobee, Florida, um, and where we just, for the entire spring break, where college students would typically uh, be spending that time on South Beach, our uh-huh. inventory. California, yeah. in the South Island for those in Texas, we, we decided to do service. Um, and then from there, you know, I, I uh, majored in history, where I also uh, had the opportunity of uh, going and teaching at the National History Academy um, as a uh, student teacher. And then um, actually, I got involved uh, after college with my father's insurance company, in which I'm doing now. Awesome, man. Man, that that's great. So I am a big proponent of, of HBCUs. Uh, you know, I, I feel like that's an experience I missed out on. I'm a I went to Stephen F. Austin. So uh, you know, uh what was the collegiate society of black men? It's my first time hearing that. Like that sounds so so dope. Yeah, no, uh so the Society of Collegiate Black Men, S E B um we're a relatively newer fraternity uh, okay. there on Howard campus. Uh, we were pretty much founded so that we can raise uh, the standard of manhood on Howard University's campus and the community abroad. It was something that I found out about my freshman year. And uh, I realized that the gentlemen that were in that organization, that were in that fraternity, were mm-hmm. the gentlemen that be around, yeah. not for necessarily networking reasons or because they were the cool guys on campus, but genuinely because they had a code of moral and a code of ethics uh, that I wanted to abide by myself. And so Absolutely. it's a, it's an a, it's a on-campus fraternity. We haven't had necessarily the opportunity to expand yet, but that's because uh, the brotherhood um, in the society of collegiate black men is just so, so strong. Oh, okay. Okay. Awesome, man. Uh, well, I'm sure, I know you may remember Coach Posey. Uh, he's still there with me. Uh, you know, he's a, a capper, so I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had a chance to go talk to my, my good Nuke brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'm sure he, he's excited for you, man. Uh, so what brings y'all on here today? What we want to talk about? Um, man, so honestly, one of the things that we want to talk about, and you know, mm-hmm. we just want to conversation because we know that your content is about 
uh, finances. We know your content is about the community, mm-hmm. how to build, uh, how to build up people, men and women in our community. So one of the things that me and Eric that we kind of came across in the past couple of years is you know, uh, well I guess now business partners, but also best friends is like us starting something, an organization that Absolutely. benefits our community. You know, me and Eric okay. had two different upbringings. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Well, the one thing that connects us is Sharpstown. The one thing that connects us is Southwest Houston and the greater community. Absolutely. And so we sat down one day, um, and we'll get into the story, but we sat down one day and we said, hey, like, let's, start a, let's start a scholarship. Like, who's stopping yeah. us? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, you know, uh, when we realized no one was stopping us, so we said, hey, we already doing dope things on our own. Mm-hmm. Imagine the dope things we can do together. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in, in, in coming to that realization, how did it go from there to actually doing it? Yeah, so um so once we uh so once we got we got our name made in gold, um we figured out the, our purpose for the scholarship. Kind of um we did a we did our scholarship question, come around with a kids to write a uh, write an essay. Okay. Um and, um, and also some of the requirements, like the kids uh, being involved in the sports and club, um, and also um, having to be signed off by the uh, by by a reference or teacher. Okay. Um, and so once we got kind of got the requirements and how the essay was going to be, mm-hmm. I went and a, a presentation to the students. Um, and so one, and once we seen that we got you know some good student engagement, mm-hmm. uh, you know just open, and then we you know set aside time to uh, to open up the scholarship. Mm-hmm. And allow students to send in their essays, and and we also did a a video. They can they also had the option to send in a video essay as well. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So once we and once we once we did that, um, one one of the questions was, uh, how how do you see yourself giving back ten years after you graduate from Sharpstown and you're in your career? So once you know once we send in the question, everything got going. You know take time for kids to submit their essays yeah. and, uh, and yeah, get them back. And, and you know, we pre- and just follow up and present the scholarship. Awesome. And we present, in the, uh, you know, in the, the end of the school year. Okay. So in um, May. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, the, so you guys have, I take it, uh, you guys have given it before. So what, what, what year is this for you guys and giving the scholarship? This is uh this is going to be our second year. Okay. And our first year we gave two scholarships. Okay. We gave one in uh, in early in February, and then uh and then we gave another one uh in June. Oh okay. Okay. Yeah, so we kind of kind of did like a uh, like an early scholarship to mm-hmm. get you know get students really riled up about what we got going on, and then yeah. uh, and then then we saw more participation the second mm-hmm. second time around. So that was okay. pretty much. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So my question, yeah, I was, I was going to ask. So uh, a lot of times it's, and you guys were go-getters, so you guys may not even relate to this, but for whatever reason, seniors don't like applying for scholarships. You're like, it's free money. It's right there. All you have to, you might have to write a paper. You might have to do application process, but apply for as many as possible. Did you guys feel like, were you surprised by how many applied or were you sort of taken aback by how many didn't apply? Yeah. I mean, I can, I can go and say that it was 
pretty much the latter. So our first our first time releasing, I uh, I hope Eric doesn't think it's confidential information. Right. But our first time releasing the scholarship and our first year of it of the organization. Yeah. We released it. No one applied. Zero. <laughs> I mean, absolutely zero. So we went ahead. We re-released it. Uh-huh. We uh we said okay we're gonna promote it more we're gonna partner partner up with the schools specifically yep. the career center more yep. uh we're gonna make sure this uh seniors actually apply. Mm-hmm. second time around we got i think maybe we got 18 18 yeah 18. 18 so you know we had and, and it was a bit of a diversity of students i think we could aim for higher but mm-hmm. it was one of those things where and i can speak to this a little bit specifically being a high school senior and also now teaching high school seniors yeah the idea of applying to scholarships is so daunting. It's I like that. I'm already in the midst of applying for college. <laughs> I'm focusing on like college, 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 mm-hmm. college. And then there are these things off to the side called free money, which is almost yeah. like a right? It's catchy Absolutely. for adults who understand that scholarships are free money before right. the child. Yeah. The idea of free money is for, you yeah. know? Absolutely. Um, and so I see it as something where I didn't actually start, and I was late to the game, and I, you know, I bit the bullet for. It. I actually didn't start applying for college scholarships until I got that first bill due at Howard. That's <laughs> 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 like forty five thousand dollars. Had to take my phone out, and I said, "Oh, yeah, I was on it." But yeah. my senior high school, I wasn't on it because I was so caught up in how am I going to get into college? How am I going to get into Howard? Um, and even my seniors now, they're so caught up in the, the college process. They don't understand the scholarship process, which is just as important. So even uh, even being as good a student as you were, you was caught up in how you're going to get in. You, you didn't think that it was a shoe in for you to get in because oh, no. at some colleges, like maybe Princeton or Yale, you know. But it seems like some colleges, if you're a really good student, you feel comfortable saying, "I'll get in." Yeah, and I think I think that was my problem. I, I had a I had a really good setup. I had twenty eight ACT, yep. had a three point GPA, awesome. and I, yeah, yeah. And but I didn't get into every college. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. You know, uh, Tulane at Tulane, I got a full academic ride out the gate, but it wasn't. But that's not guaranteed, and it's not it's not guaranteed for you know all those schools that you apply to that you're going to get in. Okay. Um, and you know they have, I believe it's still in effect. But if you graduate in the top five percent, it's like five percent, right? Uh-huh. That, and you'll get a free admission to uh, to UT. Yeah. And I think Texas A and M has a. You get you get into all the state schools. The public schools, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, even for even for a great student, it's not guaranteed. It's only it's limited space. Not everybody's going to get into the school that they want to get into. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So as smart as you two were and are, uh, as a teacher, I give students the pros and cons of uh, in-state schools versus out-of-state schools. And the biggest con is the tuition. So what made you guys choose out-of-state schools? Well, I believe um, believe me and Donald were just searching for the experience. Yeah, I think yeah. I think we just wanted uh, something different. Uh, we was uh we was in a poetry um poetry club, poetry now organization called Iconoclast. Okay. And um, I mean, just learning so much about literature in different cities and lingo and slang. I think we just gravitated towards 
you know, the idea of going to school in Miami or Atlanta, you know, for me, for me, yeah. Louisiana, New Orleans, for Donald, you know, up there in DC. So, um, so no matter the cost, no matter the cost, but yeah. also, but also I had, I had the, I had the grades. So, and I had the ACT. So when you, you know, looking to apply, mm. uh, I had, I had everything that I needed to at least have a chance. Absolutely. So, so, you know, uh, shout out to Mr. Wade, Albert Wade for helping us both out, but you know, he prepared us to apply to multiple schools at the same time. Okay. So you know, me and me and Donald applied. I, I for sure I applied to about eleven schools. Yeah, same here. Yeah, so we, we applied to about the same number of schools, and each school was an equal shot to get into. I exactly. felt I had an equal shot to get into any school because of my because of my credentials. Okay. So yeah. what about you, Donald? For for me, it was always my dad. Um, was a traveler. Um, he still travels a lot. You know, I lived in multiple areas in different states in my life. So okay. Houston, all albeit was home and is home. Uh, I, I knew I always wanted to have a different experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, not saying that, you know, I had to leave Houston, going to right. school in Houston, right? right? But there are times in your life in which you have a free pass to go anywhere you want before responsibility starts calling. Absolutely. And I knew that if I didn't take that shot right after high school, um, I would have been limited to the opportunity in the places I would have been able to experience and would have been able to live. Um, I knew knew that I wanted to, and I remember vividly, like it was yesterday, going through my college criteria list. And I remember I said, it needs to be a small to medium school in a big city outside of the South. That's also my criteria. I had to go to the school in a big wow. city. Wow. Had to. Yeah. Definitely. That's very specific. Yeah. And I yeah, love yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, because a lot, a lot of students, they generalize, you know, a goal like that, but that's very specific. Yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I think for students, also for high school students, if you're not exposed to that collegiate environment and you already know a lot of students in the demographic that attend Sharpstown High School on the Southwest right. side, right. they're not wholly exposed to that. They right. might know Texas Southern, they might know a University of Houston, they might even know a Rice, but they might not know. University of Chicago, Tulane, you University know? of Miami, it just, just goes on. So yeah. on and so forth. Um, yeah. And so, so it was necessary uh, for us to get out and then bring that experience back to to Sharpstown students. So this is what I'll say about the Sharpstown students. I feel like like a lot of them, the smart ones, they'll go to AM, they'll go to UT, they'll go to Baylor in state, but the 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 the, the, the higher academics, I feel like a lot of the students who could go places they're afraid to they don't feel like they can or or they're smart enough or they're good enough what do you guys think about that so you know i've had a lot of time you know actually a couple a few years now to like ruminate on this idea of what are we giving our students as, as it pertains to becoming adults and a lot of times college and career coordinators teachers, even parents and older siblings tell students in high school, juniors and seniors, mm-hmm. that, hey, slow down, smell the roses, pump the brakes, 
stay close to home so that we can make sure that you're safe. And there's there's validity to that that perspective. Yeah. But that perspective oftentimes doesn't lead to growth. Absolutely. And and when you allow a student 17, 18 years old to look at the world through a perspective of fear, they're never going to branch out. They're never going to go and experience new things. They may, they may experience and grow in Houston, and, and that's very valid. That's totally fine. Right. But we're talking about adding perspective to people's lives, especially as it pertains to Black and brown communities right. and from the places we come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just to add on to that, I think um, I think we're told too, man, to, that everything that we need is in our own area, and it creates uh, less motivation to even you know reach out and you know to do research on things outside of our own environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right, guys. Uh, and so you know that's why. Even with my stepdaughter, man, her mom wants her to to leave the state just for the hell of it. I'm like, and I'm 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 financial guy. I'm like, well, it costs you know the cost. We got to weigh the cost, blah blah blah. But I I agree in, in in a sense that you know having her leave where she's comfortable, having her leave all that she's known can 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 grow her exponentially if she, as opposed to if she just, just goes to, you know, UH right down the street, you know, you guys, yeah, y'all make a lot of sense there. So uh, with the scholarship, man, uh, who were the, uh, uh, who who won it last year? Do you guys remember? Uh, Where did they go to school? Did we keep up with them? Yeah. So the first young lady, um, she goes by Belize. And so she went to U of H. Okay. Major in, in biology, and um, and so also um, the second winner was Devonna Milgraves, and so she uh, she goes to Texas State, and they're you know of course they're both finishing up their first semester. Milgraves was she kin to JoJo? Yeah, 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 yeah. JoJo's sister. Is JoJo's sister? And that Mil that Milgraves name runs strong and sharp. It does. She did not want us to know she was JoJo's sister either. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, it took a lot for us for me to. She, yeah, I'm his sister. Oh, Don't oh, tell oh, nobody. <laughs> you know, but yeah, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, and, and so. Uh, What's the amount? Like, how did y'all come up with the amount? Who funds the scholarship? Or how does that work? So, so far, it's been self-funded. Right. And um, I, w- I would say, I would say me and Donald had a, a target um, where our first, our first one was like, man, we're just going to do 500. Okay. And so, you know, the second one came around like, okay, it was, we're going to do a thousand. So we just been, essentially, we've just been hitting our targets. Okay. So, uh, I, I mean, and for our, for our next scholarship now, uh-huh. we've allowed ourselves so much time to um, to reach out to donors, um, to you know, also put more money in ourselves and reach out to lots, lots of friends and family. Yeah. I think I think our learning curve has been uh, you know, give ourselves more time and leeway yeah. to uh, you know, for funding necessarily, and you know, and coming up with a great funding strategy to do so. Yeah, but sure. um, yeah, but so for the most part, though, we just been we set a goal, we we, we reach it. No, so another goal we reach it. So awesome. Yeah. Y'all doing a great job. Uh so 
let everybody know uh, the name. The name of the uh, scholarship is what is it? Yeah, it's the Maiden Gold Scholarship. Made in Gold Scholarship. Awesome. I love that name, baby. Made in Gold. So uh, do you have uh, an account where people can donate to the scholarship fund? Anything like that? Yeah. So so right now, we're, we are finalizing our 501c3 uh, status okay. so that we can take donations. It's official. It's uh, uh, taxable. Things of that nature are tax, tax deductible. Yep. Um, we've been taking family, private family and friends uh, donations so okay. far, um, but no, no public donations. And we actually we're planning to roll that uh, public donation um, opportunities out in, in the coming year. Yeah, in the coming. Well, well, this is what I can do for you. Uh, let everybody know uh, your cash app, and, and we're gonna we're gonna get some donations going, and I'll put that in the description below and. Uh, you know, we're going to start it that way until your, your 501c is up and running. Who's cash out we want to go with? Uh, it's going to be the cash. It's going to, we actually have a, we actually have a made in gold uh, scholarship cash app. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, so that's something we could definitely give to you. We can email that to you and send that out to you. Okay. So you can put that in uh, the description. For sure. Below. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Definitely, man. Uh, well, you know what? This this uh, is a great idea. Like uh, you know, it sounds like you guys uh, came up with it because it, you know it, it sounds like you guys were just brainstorming on you know decent ideas and 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 this is this is one man and I'm proud of you guys for for coming up with this. It's gonna help students and continue to help students uh, and you know. The more we can get it out there, I'm sure this year you guys, hopefully you can have 50 uh, applicants. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, and go yeah, from definitely. there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I, I appreciate that. You guys got anything else you want to say or mention? Yeah, we just want to say uh, appreciate you, Coach Jackson. Uh, the platform that you're uh, providing for not just us, Eric and I, but also uh, people like Jermaine um, and other and other people in the Sharpstown and Southwest uh, Houston community. Yes, sir. Is invaluable. Right. Our people need content like this. Um, so we just want to say thank you. Appreciate you guys, man. Appreciate you guys. I, it's my ninth year at Sharpstown. Uh, love what I do. Love the students. Love the teachers. You know, and, uh, you know, I started this because of the students and we're going to keep it going, man. Uh, for students like you guys. And uh, so proud of you. I'm sure that the teachers and, and people that you guys know that, that watch this, they'll get a lot of, uh, a lot of joy out of it. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we can continue to grow that scholarship for you guys. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Uh, Y'all have anything else in the, the future, man? Just hit me up again. We can uh, get on here again, talk about it, man. Uh, proud of you guys. Love what you guys are doing. Yes, man. Appreciate the time. Absolutely. Yes, Happy holidays to you, sir. Happy holidays to you, gentlemen. Peace. Peace.